Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be, should you want your ex back? That's probably one of the questions that I get asked, probably more than anything. And the reason being is there's a lot of things that happen to you once you break up with somebody. Because there's always a period of time from where your old relationship ended until your new relationship when you meet that next great love of your life begins and that can happen in a month it may be two years or three years before you find somebody that is as good or better than the last person you were with and what i have found is that when you go from one relationship to the next one that period of time is a period where you should really be focusing on yourself and trying to become a better person. In other words, trying to learn from your mistakes, learn about maybe what you did wrong in the previous relationship. Also, taking a, a look at the list of things that you really want in the other person, the type of qualities, the looks that they have. I mean, all those things that, that go into the relationship because you're gonna spend a lot of time pausing and reflecting and looking back on what happened in the past with this other person, so you're going to look at characteristics of their personality and go, well, you know what, I really didn't fucking like that about them, and I didn't like this about them, and I wish they were a better communicator, and I wish they took better care of their body, I wish they worked out, I wish they were a little smarter and more educated and a little more worldly, or whatever it happens to be. Everybody's got something different, and what's interesting is that when two people get together, they're always focused on what they like about one another. But the longer that they are together in a relationship, what starts to happen is they tend to start focusing on only the things that they don't like about one another. So after they've been together for a long period of time, all they're doing is pointing out the things that the other person is not doing or that's irritating and that kind of thing. A great book to read on that subject, by the way, is called The Five Love Languages. I think it was uh, Gary Chapman was the one that wrote it. It's a fantastic book. It's it's always like in the top ten and uh, in Amazon as far as dating, relationships, marriage goes. It's a fantastic book that goes into there's different types of people in the way that they show love. Some people say it, I love you. Some people say I love you. Some people show affection and that's their way of of showing how much they love somebody. They don't come right out and say it. And there's other people like my mother the way she was is she bought gifts for people. That was the way that she showed love for someone. There's basically five different types of ways that people show, in other words, their love languages. And so if you if two people are in a relationship or one of them is the type of person that buys gifts for the other person and the other person shows their love by giving affection, but the person that give gifts gives gifts basically their love language is gift giving and so if the other person's not giving them gifts then they feel like they're not being loved and if the person is a gift giver gift giver but not very affectionate and they're in a relationship with somebody who expresses their love through affection then a lot of times that other person who is used to giving and wants affection back in return is not going to know it and so by reading that book, you can learn these different things and look, learn the patterns and, and learn the other person's love language so you can validate and love them in the ways that they need to be validated and love. And the whole purpose of all relationships is you go there to give, so why wouldn't you want to learn why 
to do those things, why wouldn't you want to learn how to love the person you're with the way you want to love them? And so what happens is, back to the breakup, as it times goes, goes by, and so you're thinking about all these things, you may read some books, you may try to figure out or diagnose where things went wrong, why it didn't work out. And the important thing is to realize what you learned from it, how you grew from it, what was great about it, what things you like about the other person that you're hoping your next future great relationship has, and any of the qualities that your previous lover had that maybe you wish they had. And you write those things down on your list, and then you spend the time working on yourself to either become a better man or become a better woman if you're a woman, and grow within yourself. Take time to heal. Take time to spend time with your friends, with your family, to figure out what's really most important to you in a relationship instead of running right into the next one because so many people are wrapped up in just having another person in their lives because they feel, oh, you know, I'm lonely or I'm this or I'm that. And, and that's the wrong way to go to a relationship because when a person goes into a relationship feeling like they're lacking something or their glass is only half full or that they need another person to complete them, which is a nice little romantic thing in a movie. But in real life, when somebody shows up to a relationship and says, well, I'm looking for the other person to complete me, they're basically showing up and, and they have perceptions of a relationship, meaning I'm lacking something and I've got to find somebody that has what I'm lacking so I can feel complete and happy and fulfilled. And that's totally wrong because what happens is after the infatuation and the newness wears off of the relationship, then they're still left with the fact that they were unhappy to start with. So if you're recently single and you just broke up with somebody, you got to find a way to be happy being single, be happy by yourself, be happy to where you can go to a movie and be comfortable with the fact that you don't have somebody sitting on your left or right and you're just sitting there eating your popcorn and having a good time not going, gee, I hope nobody's looking at me and wondering why I'm sitting here all alone. I don't want them to think that I don't have any friends or I don't have a girlfriend. You should be able to go out and have a ball. If, if you don't have anything to do on the weekend or a weeknight, you can flip on the radio and cook yourself something nice or have a glass of wine or whatever and turn the music up loud and just have a great time by yourself. If you want to know if you're ready to be in a relationship, my question to you is, can you have a great time by yourself? Can you have a great time going to the mall by yourself or taking yourself out to dinner, sitting in a restaurant by yourself or going to a movie theater and being comfortable in your own skin to the point where you look at it is that, hey, I'm a complete, awesome, amazing person. I'm a catch and I really have something special to offer to somebody. I don't want just anyone. I want somebody that's really spectacular. I want somebody that's on my level. I want somebody that has the same types of goals and dreams. I want somebody that's as great a communicator as I am. I want somebody that takes as good a care of their body and their health as I do. Whatever it happens to be, everybody's different. Everybody has different priorities. And the key is, is to come up with your own priorities and what is most important to you. And I've got an email here from a reader and who just apparently had a pretty bad breakup a few months ago. And he's basically probably going through that period where it's like when it's been a period of time when you've had a breakup and you're, you're thinking about the fact that 
about this other person and you haven't really met anybody new that's really excited you it's that we tend to kind of look through the past or look at the past through rose-colored glasses and we imagine things to be better than they really were and what happens is like when you go back to the ex is that the same things that turned you off to begin with if it's been a few months that you've been together and you get around them for any period of time again, you realize that those same things that just grated on your skin and totally drove you nuts, well, guess what? They're still there. So let me read this email to you. It says, Dear Coach Corey, my previous relationship ended badly around July. And since I have changed my phone number and lost complete contact, she writes me on Facebook last week and says she still has some of my old stuff and pictures and what do I want her to do with them. I told her that she can do whatever she wants with them. I just don't want them back. And then she replies, okay, I'll keep them. Thank you. I still have feelings for her and care for her a lot. What can it mean after she wrote me and said she'll hold on to my old stuff? Well, I, didn't, I don't really have enough information to tell you for sure, but it could be several things. Maybe she's since gotten over the relationship. I had a girlfriend once who I broke up with, and she did something that just basically was a deal killer for me. And I walked away, and I never looked back. And then I think probably two months, three months later, she had all this stuff. Actually, she had one of her assistants deliver this stuff to my office. And so... I hadn't really heard anything from her and, and because I was pissed and I assumed that she would contact me and want to work it out because the way I looked at it, she was in the wrong. I mean, even to this day, I mean, it was over 10 years ago, but and she looking back on it, she was definitely in the wrong, but she was a type of, of woman. She was a passive-aggressive woman. There was no way that she was going to work it out. She was a type of woman that would screw things up and wait for the guy to fix it. If the guy never fixed it or came along to fix things like her father always used to do when her and her mother would stop talking to one another, then it wouldn't get resolved and she would just go on. And, and so I still had feelings for her and I still thought, thought about getting back together because I hadn't found anybody new at that point. And, you know, in her particular case, she had started, she always kept, like a lot of women, kept two or three guys around that were friends just in case something doesn't work out. And so she had started dating somebody new and she was giving me these things and it was basically it was her way of saying you know here's your stuff back and hey hey we're done and so i obviously sent all of her stuff back to her or actually i dropped the stuff off i was cool about it but in this particular case your girl says what do you want me to do with this stuff she could have just thrown it all out but she also could have just been being nice and I don't know what your stuff was. Maybe it was just clothes and junk. It was the type of stuff that you know was junk, and the reason you didn't want it back is because you really didn't care. Maybe it was like a baseball cap or whatever. And then, so I, I can't really tell from that, but maybe she just wanted the pictures. It's hard to say. But when she says, okay, I'll keep them, thank you, maybe, who knows, maybe she's holding on to them in hopes that, you know, by her having these things, maybe someday you'll say, oh, I need to call her back and get my stuff back. And it gives you a reason to contact her. It's like you know, like when women come out of your house and they leave lip, lipstick or lip gloss by the bed or in, in your bathroom, stuff like that. 
you know, they leave those things there, a pair of their panties, you know, on the floor or whatever. It's like they leave those things there because it gives them a reason to contact you if they haven't heard from you in a while. They can use that as an excuse to basically say, well, I'm not really calling, calling you because my panties were on the floor over there behind the couch. I'm contacting you because I just want to get my, my stuff back. And they're hoping that you'll take that as an opportunity to initiate something because you know, basically what happens, like, everybody's holding their cards close to their vest, and she's like, oh, I got your stuff. Hey, you want it back? And like, oh, no, I don't want it. Okay, well, hold on to it. And nobody talks in this particular email. Nobody's talking to one another about what's really going on or how they feel. It's just kind of, hey, you want your stuff back? And the response is like, ah, keep it, fuck it, I don't care, out of sight, out of mind. But in reality, you've got these feelings and desire, and you're. it sounds like you want to rekindle something with her. So it's hard to say. So the easiest thing to do would just be to send her an email back and say, hey, you want to meet out for a drink? Question mark. If so, shoot me some days and times that you're available over the next week. And I'll, I'll set something up that you know, where I've got a day open and we'll get together and have a drink or whatever. She responds, says, sure, that'd be great. I'm open on Wednesday. Awesome. I'll pick you up at 8, or I'll meet you there at, at 8, whatever, however you happen happen to go about doing it. And then if she says, no, I'm not interested in that, or it's too soon, I'm not over things yet, or whatever, then just say, great, you know, give me a call when you change your mind. I'd love to see you. You can say something like that. And then forget about it, out of sight, out of mind. And if she wants to contact you and see you, she'll get in touch. And if not, you'll never hear from her again, but at least you tried. So if she does want to get back together, make a definite day and time to get together and go hang out and go from there. But first things first is what I would do if I were you is I would download my e my Kindle version of my ebook, which is if you look on the right-hand side of the margin, there's also links in the page there. You can click the link and under 60 seconds for 99 cents, you can download my ebook right to your smartphone, your iPad, your PC or your Mac.